Um, so this is our generation where we, there's always a story where we educate, inspire, and empower. Um, just a little bit about how I came up with that. Um, our generation is something that I came up with about four years ago. Um, it was with, uh, right after my dad passed away, um, he, uh, had a huge influence on me. And when I, when he was gone, a lot of people would come up and tell me stories about him. And it was really interesting. You know, you see a person a certain way, but to be able to have someone else see them a similar way and how the impact or effect that they had on them, um, was really cool. It was really nice to be able to hear his stories and, um, impacts that he had. And then uh, my mom, she struggled really bad with him not being around. They had been married for over 50 years, and he did everything for her, literally everything, like pumped her gas. Um, she never had to do that. So when he was gone, she really didn't know what to do or even how to function. Um, she didn't know how much money was in the bank. She didn't know how to pay bills. Um, it's just a lot of those things that he took care of, and it was nice. But it almost handicapped her in a way because she was not able to function. Fortunately, we're a pretty close family and I stepped up and took care of all that for her. But it got me to thinking that what, how many other people out here that are in her situation that don't have anybody that can step up and help? So I kind of came up with this, our generation, and I was like, you know, what if there was a center or somewhere where there could be older people that could come almost like a senior citizen place, but not just specifically for them. Um, also younger ones can come and the younger ones can teach the older ones certain things, maybe how to manage money, um, how to, um, do certain things that maybe they didn't have to do, whether it be a man or a woman. Um, and then on the flip side, the older ones would be able to give the wisdom. So there was kind of bridging that gap between the two. So that's kind of how I came up with that. Kind of set on it, obviously for four years, because it's been four years. Um, and now it kind of came back full circle. And so that's what I named my radio show, because I'm wanting to bridge the gap between, um, well, I want to bridge the gap personally and professionally. And I feel like generations can do that. Um, we all offer each other, we all can offer each other some type of wisdom um, and knowledge. And I know that a lot of times older people don't want to talk to younger ones and younger ones don't want to talk to older ones, but there definitely is a um, place for that. And so I wanted to have this. I don't know what all that looks like, you know, how it all is going to transpire. So this is kind of the beginning stages of it. So I'm just using... That as my show is Our Generation, and this month has been a really good month with talking about um, fathers, and um, hope you guys was able to tune in last week when I interviewed my friend. It was an amazing interview. Um, he recently became a foster parent, so that was really good, and then at the end of the month, I am going to interview someone here in the city that has uh, an organization where he gives back, so make sure you guys tune in next week. And I wanted to start off with an affirmation. And the affirmation for today is going to be my challenges are actually opportunities. I chose that one because probably, I would say Saturday, um, 
it's funny how our bodies kind of uh, go into something and you don't realize what it is until later on. So Saturday I was able to go to this lavender field, which was amazing, um, and pick fresh lavender. Um, it was really nice. I tried to get my family to go with me, but they didn't want to go or they said I've waited too long, whatever. I'm not one to not go. So I was like, fine, I'll go by myself. It was almost an hour away, but it was nice. I think I needed that with Father's Day being the next day. I didn't realize that it had affected me until Monday. So Saturday, I was cool. I felt close to my dad because he enjoyed gardening. And I remember being a little girl and being in the garden with him and snapping uh, green beans and just all that being in the dirt. So it, it was really a nice um, day for me to be able to kind of have that moment. So on Sunday, I was just kind of eh, blah all day. And then on Monday... I was really in a mood and I was like, why do I feel like I just want to sleep all day, kind of depressed and just, and then I was like, hmm, I know exactly what that is. It's just our bodies will go through stuff and sometimes our subconscious mind doesn't allow us to see it until later on. And so that was a challenge for me. I didn't want to do anything, um, didn't want to really go anywhere, but it also created an opportunity for me to be able to pursue something that I would not have normally done, kind of get outside the box, allow someone to challenge me and push me um, in a direction to help grow my business. Um, and so that was very beneficial for me. I do want to say that our generation is also sponsored by Driving with Janae. If you ain't driving with Janae, you're driving the wrong way. And Speak On It magazine, where we talk about everything, which is fitting because I'm going to talk about everything. <laughs> um. We'll also listen to music. Um, tonight this is going to be kind of like some random topics that I'm going to talk about. Um, so if you are listening and you do follow me on Facebook, please um, give me a topic that you would like to speak about. And I might let you call in and we can have a conversation. Um, one of the things I do want to talk about um, throughout my hour is I want to touch on business. And the particular business that I want to talk about now is going to be um trucking companies and CDL drivers. So if you are familiar with them um, or if you know of any owner operators, um, this is very important information. So the DOT always was trying to stop you for violations. I recently have had a part business partner where they was working with a client that had not got the service yet and they got nine violations in one stop and the trucking company got shut down. So I say that to say it's so important for us to be proactive instead of reactive. So now what he has to do is he's got to figure out, okay, how can I start another trucking company? I can't even start it under my name. I have to start it in somebody else's name because they shut me down. But there's something out there that can prevent that from happening. Um, I, you guys know I'm an advocate of Legal Shield and small businesses. So Legal Shield actually has a CDL plan where it's a um, violation program. So you get... Your drivers are out there, they get stopped, they get a violation from the DOT. There's a complete law firm that allows you to send in your violation and they will either fight it for you, they will get it taken off, they will get the points reduced, um, just different things that they work with you on to keep your CDL license and the violations from not affecting um, your score. Because when you affect your score, that in turn makes your um, insurance drop you, 
Um, it makes people not want to book loads with you. So it's a huge triple effect just by not being proactive. So I just want to put that little plug out there that how important it is for us to be educated. And there's a lot of different resources out there. There's competition, but this company has been around for 50 years. The CDL division, I would say, has been around probably for half of that. And to be able to have a law firm that is completely dedicated, that knows the CDL laws, knows the violations, knows the DOT, knows exactly how they operate, why would you not want to have some, someone to represent you? So if you're interested and want to know more information, please hit me on my Facebook, Melissa Shaw, um, or Instagram, Our Generation 19. So that was that I want to talk about. Before I move on to my next topic, I'm going to go to a song. And I have let my producer choose the songs for me today because I didn't know what to do. So I will let him introduce the song that he has chosen. <laughs> That's what it do. <laughs> Yo, this is Bobby Valentino with Tell Me. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back. I hope y'all enjoyed that song. That last part of it, I was telling him, I don't think I've ever heard that. Is that an extended version? Uh, it's just, he was promoting the uh, other song that he had with Babyface, okay. which was called Comfortable. That was nice. Uh, yeah, yeah, I can play that. You Yeah, we'll play that next. Okay, not right now. Yeah, not but right next. now. Yeah, so, right. um, I wanted to also shout out um, the Empowerment Her that is going to be going on the weekend of July the 8th through the 11th. All Women Entrepreneurs. Um, it's going to be held at Washington Square Mall from 11 a.m. to 7 p.m. And that is where um, Young Jock is going to be performing and Bobby V. I'm really excited about Bobby V. Because I forgot that he's... I love that song, Slow Down. Yes, that's dope. I love the song as well. <laughs> and so exciting is Speak On It Radio is going to be hosting that whole weekend. What you say now? Say that again. Speak on it radio is going to be hosting the whole weekend. So oh, we are we going are. to be in the house. Yes, we are. <laughs> so y'all need to come and check us out because we will be clowning. On everything. Let's do it. Yes, yes, yes. And so I want to give a shout out to some listeners. Um, Kenneth Ray, I have to shout you out because you faithfully listen. I think you've only missed one. And uh, you be sending me messages throughout the show. So I appreciate it because that means you're on listening. And then Kels Rutledge, I want to shout you out. You did comment on my um, Facebook about a topic. And the topic that you mentioned was family and religion. And is that almost like don't talk about politics and what? what's the other one? Don't talk about politics and religion. Well, family and religion can almost be the same thing. But it's funny that she mentioned that topic because one of the things that I was going to talk about tonight was my first marriage. And religion and family had a lot to do with the marriage and how it played out and where it ended up. So, I'll take you all back to 1997. I graduated in 1996, so I met him in, I'll say my last year of high school. And 97, um, decided to get married. And how this came about was my, uh, me and my brother, um, I have two older brothers. One of the oldest one, um, he was murdered the same year, 97, um, in Sutton Place. And uh, so we lived together prior to that. I actually moved out of high, moved out eight months after, no, three months after I graduated high school. 
Um, so I uh, moved out with my brother and in 97, um, so it was probably almost a year that we lived together and we decided to go, you know, I was going to get my own place and he was going to go his, his way. Um, and then, uh, my, at that point was my boyfriend. Um, he came with me and so we lived together for a little bit. And then when my brother got killed, I was like emotionally just done. I couldn't even function because me and him was extremely close. And just living together. And he was always the one that. Um, I always say that he reminded me a lot of my dad. I'm a mix of both of my mom and dad. And then my the other my other brother Mike. He is definitely my mom. Him and my mom are a lot alike. Which would make sense why they don't talk very often. <laughs> but everyone has those in their family. So, um, so I told my. I grew up a Jehovah's Witness, so let me back up. So I grew up a Jehovah's Witness, and at that moment, I was uh, not practicing, you know, living in sin, according to the family. So we'll talk about that religion part. You know, growing up, you can't live together, and no no sex unless you're married. So when my brother died, um, me and my boyfriend was living together. And I remember my parents, especially my mother, um, she was very vocal about a lot of stuff, and she was like, well, you know, if you ever want to see your brother again, you better make it right with God. And so being distraught and in that moment, that trauma that I was dealing with, trying to just wrap my head around everything, I looked to my boyfriend and I said, so um, you either get married or you move out. And so later on, he was like, well, I'm not moving out, so we're getting married. So that's how I got married. So no, nothing romantic, nothing no butterflies and unicorns. It was basically, we have to do this because I want to see my brother. So, got married and really got back in the religion because that was my main focus. I was so devastated about not having my brother. That's all that I could focus on is I want to see him again. So, I would do whatever it takes. So, I just got engulfed back into the religion. Was married for 14 years. And ended up having, our, we had a daughter She's 17 now, so um, 14 years later, after the marriage, I had met somebody, and we connected on a different level that I had never connected with anybody before, and it was interesting because he reminded me of my brother, like there was some qualities that he had that kind of sparked some things in me, and one day I was like, I have not seen my brother for 14 years. What in the hell have I been doing? Like, I literally felt like my life was just a movie. Like, I was playing a role. I was playing a part in it. It wasn't really me. And it's one of those things where it's kind of like it dawned on me that I wasn't really living for myself. I was living for other people because of the way I got married. I got married because... Something was said to me that if you want this, you have to do this. So it was always like, you want to get this, you have to do that. So I was never the center of, okay, well, what did I want to do? And then years later, looking back, I realized that it was a trauma bond. That that marriage was related to my brother's being my brother being killed. And I stayed for so long because of religion, because divorce, you don't get a divorce. Like there was no infidelity. He didn't cheat on me. I didn't cheat on him. Um, we definitely did not know each other as well as we should have. Um, there were 
red flags and different things that if I probably would have been able to make that decision on my own at that moment, I probably would not have married him. Um, but I did because that was almost my only option, which now that I say that it's pretty sad that I felt that that was my only option. Because when I look at who I've become now, that was not my only option. There was so much more out there for me. But that takes me back to challenges are actually opportunities. That affirmation that I mentioned earlier is because that challenge gave me an opportunity to develop certain skills and learn things about myself that I may not have learned if I did not go through those challenges. So let me see if I asked her if she wanted to be on. Kills, are you listening? Do you want to be on the radio? Well... While I'm waiting on that, we're going to go to another song, and I'm going to see if I can get her on, because we grew up the same way in the same religion, so I would love to get her thought on what I was just talking about. So let's go to our next song, and that is Producer. (laughs) (laughs) This is our generation, where we... Here we go. Okay. So sorry. I'm trying to record myself so that I can put myself on Spotify so you guys will be able to go back and listen. So, um, what was I saying? Oh, yes, talking about my, my marriage. So, in a nutshell, I realized that that was a trauma bond and religion and my family had a lot to do with that. And so, my encouragement to those that are wanting to get married, which I am not (laughs) because that was a long time that I was in a situation that I didn't realize I didn't want to be in so now this is my time to be able to find what I enjoy find what I don't like what I do like um so I will have a list I will be taking interviews and references and background checks credit repeat not this season (laughs) (laughs) Maybe not always dealing with all of it, but we'll see. I mean, I don't know if you guys have been dating, but dating is trash. Get your money. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, I said if I ever get married again, I'm just going to be an LLC. It's going to be a partnership because I can't do the rest. But anyway, off of that. So I want to give another shout out to Kels. Um, She's actually at a game with her little one, so she's not able to call in. Um, And then I also want to give another shout out to Kenneth Ray. As he said that I remember his, him not listening to the show. And I was like, yes, you're my number one fan. And he sent me this creepy, um, I don't know if you guys ever watched the, um, sick, not a sitcom, but it's a show on Netflix called the, called You. Mm. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I've watched You. It's awesome. So we, but, we, wa- me creepy. and him would watch a little bit of it. Like we watched the last seasons of it and. <laughs> So I would tease him about him being that oh, he's wow. Joe. I would call him Joe. <laughs> Terrible. I know, I know. I can't help it. Um, but he, I've actually known him for since elementary. Um, I have to have him call into the show because we have some pretty funny stories. Um, one is uh, something he had asked my dad, but we'll, I'll just leave that at that in my dad's response to him. So. Anyway, um, I appreciate you guys listening in. Um, I do want to mention again the Entrepreneur Her at Washington Square Mall, um, July 8th to the 11th. If you guys have any small businesses or anything that you want to promote, um, definitely get um, with them or get with us and we'll connect you. Um, so you can go and have your business. Um, it's going to be a bunch of vendors there. 
And obviously, um, Young Jack is going to be there and Bobby V. We are still looking for sponsors. So if you guys want to sponsor this event, we would greatly appreciate it. Uh, uh, I will give you the number to call. So that way, when you talk to me, you can talk to them. So this is, again, Lamont Stokes. So um, my number is 317-981-9121. 317-981-9121. Just get at me if you want to be a sponsor. All right. Thank you for your little plug on my show. <laughs> that's all right. That's all right. I was going to say something else that I don't. What was that? Oh, yes. We're going to be giving away tickets next week to it. You might get a ticket to see Bobby V or Young Jock, two of them. You want your significant other or someone you just want to drag along. Um, so next week, how you're going to win the tickets is listen up. You're going to Facebook call me. And the first person that calls me on Facebook and gives me the pay the phrase that pays, which is where there is always a story, because that's what I always say. You will win two free tickets. I will say it again. If you call next Wednesday, at, I'll, during the show, you have to be listening to the show. So during the show, I'll say, okay, the first caller that calls me on Facebook and tells me the phrase that pays, where there's always a story, you will win two free tickets. So make sure you keep listening. And I hope you guys are enjoying. I'm going to give you another song um, by Alicia Keys. She's one of my favorites. Do you have our the one the latest one she did? Okay, perfect. Because this is a radio station, not a podcast. So we have to play music. Yeah. No, but I I like oh. this one too. The one uh I don't think I said our God. What is it? Um uh, 